Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Kicked Back, a home for football fans that want to stay up to date on everything going on in the football world. Join Caroline, Liam, and some special guests along the way as they talk about all the trending news around leagues, players, teams, and much more. Now, all you got to do is get comfortable and kick back because we're about to get started. What's up, everyone? Episode one of Kicked Back, and I just feel so excited because football's our sport, guys, and we're here and we're doing it. And I'm pumped. I'm going to put down my Starbucks here. <laughs> yeah, what are you drinking, Was? Uh, just an Americano. Just Americano. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Liam. I'm ready for this. We've been talking about this for a long time. So here we are. And like literally two days before the Premier League season starts. Yeah. So it's very good time. And I guess one day it starts tomorrow. Uh, yeah. For those in England, it starts in less, less than 24 hours. Yeah, these so. short weeks really screw me up yeah. sometimes. So. I love it. Every day is Monday for me for the last two day, uh, two years. It's just all a blur. But Fair enough. for everyone watching, uh, maybe let's introduce ourselves for those of us who are new and, and the fans that don't know us yet. Waz, you and your friends built the 90th minute. So hello to everyone who's been following what's, what's the 90th going on? minute for years now. Yeah. Incredible brand. Maybe tell everyone what's going on. and uh, Yeah, there's a lot of changes going on, obviously, with you and uh, Playmaker and... Uh, kick back. It's uh, it's. I don't, I don't know how else to describe. I'm just excited for the future. You know, I'm excited to be producing content with the boys more consistently now, and Caroline and Liam. And yes. uh, I think that's the goal. Really, is just make quality content, footy content, right? So whatever in whatever way we can. Basically, we're living the dream. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, yes. it's crazy. You know, we. Uh, I've, I've talked about how the ninth minute started. We started like just my my friend Lucas and Liam, and then. Uh, we started four years ago on Lucas's kitchen table in his house, moved to a basement, and then a couple months, like around August, our friend Greg joined us. He was just going to be like a producer in the background. I was like, how about you, you join us on the show? And he joins. And then a couple months later, I think around the pandemic, our friend Matt joins. And then just last year, our friend Brett joined. So we're all kind of just childhood friends from like elementary talking footy, creating, you know, FIFA content as well, the FIFA, the video game, obviously, and yeah, we've been doing it for four years now, and uh, it's it's crazy how far we've come. I know, and for all the young football fans watching this and young creators, these guys are such an incredible example of what can happen by just 
pursuing yeah. yeah what you love and, and maybe it might start as like a little kitchen project but here you are and it's a big company yeah it's uh it's crazy you know um it's it's all comes down to consistency honestly if it wasn't for consistency we, we, we wouldn't be here and uh yeah what was the video that took off yeah like what was the moment when you were like Oh, okay. This is something now. Um, it was wasn't it, it wasn't a video on YouTube. It was uh, back in I think yeah the TikTok. It was on TikTok, was? right? That's when we started to go viral. It's kind of how we you know grew a name for ourselves is through All TikTok. The 90th minute on TikTok. Yes, <laughs> um, hundred thirty eight point four thousand now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So the first, the first TikTok <laughs> that went viral, we we remember very clearly because. It was our friend Liam, the ginger. Everyone knows him because of his, the way he looks. He's, he's a funny looking lad. Um, he basically said, no Premier League game will ever finish 9-0. And then Leicester defeats, I think, Southampton like 9-1 or 9-0. It was 9-0. Southampton yeah. lost two games 9-0 in like two seasons. Yeah, crazy. they lost you 9-9-0. It was funny because the first time I saw you on TikTok before I knew who you were, and the reason I stopped and looked was because of your friend Liam. There you go. Because I'm 99% sure that I've played against him in soccer before. I was like, man, I recognize that guy so much. And Probably. I followed and I kept watching. And I kind of picked up what you were doing. Were you the better footballer? 100%. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, we'll get the second Liam if you're in the hot seat and we're going well, we'll to yeah. he, the He's in Scotland right now, so he won't be back for like a couple more weeks now, but he's been out there enjoying Celtic matches and whatnot. So. It gives me time to warm up and yeah. prepare myself. Oh, I mean. <laughs> okay, Liam, tell everyone about you, your your football background, You know why we're, why we're here right now. Yeah, so I guess I've never been on any kind of football podcast or anything like this. This is my first time, but I grew up in England. I moved to Canada in 2000 and wow, uh, 10, which is kind of crazy. Just past 12 years. Like I think it's like the 15th, something like that. So I'm a Bolton Wanderers fan. We used to be good. And then I left and then it well, went terribly. Yeah, so, yeah. so I just came here and like played tier one in England and then came here and just kind of took a step back and just started playing like with my buddies and stuff like yeah. that. So just here for a good time and hopefully a long time too. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's the goal. Liam's like, you remind me of my dad because my dad's <clears> one of those people that can name any single game and player and like a date, which I'm a massive football fan, but I don't have a brain like that. Mm -hmm. Like I don't remember what I did two days ago, right? So <laughs> when someone's like, do you remember this game on August 10th? And I'm like, actually, no, I don't. It could be the most prolific moment. Um, I remember the moment, just not the date, where Liam, I feel like you're an encyclopedia. Yeah, I don't know. I th In England, it's just a religion. Oh, like, yeah. There's teams everywhere. Like, when I, every single weekend, I would go to a game. Like, I would go and watch, I'd have a season ticket at Bolton, which when they were in the Premier League, that was sick. And that was yeah. like when Ronaldo and Rooney and Berbatov were all on gigs. Scores mm. were all on United, so I got to see them just absolutely destroy Bolton. It was brutal. <laughs> and then, And then when they weren't playing, I would go and watch Barry which was like the local team for me. Okay, they I see what they you mean. don't exist anymore, unfortunately. Oh, wow. they, but that's kind of how it is in England. Like you have a Premier League team and then when they're not around, you go and support like the local team. And like, it's just every see, single that, day of the week is football. It's interesting you say that because a lot of people like in England will tell people from North America to kind of support your local and you shouldn't cheer a Premier League team. But you say like how people in England have a Premier League team and they support their local? I, I wouldn't say I ever supported Barry. I went. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. That yeah. makes sense. I just would go like as a Bolton fan, you're not allowed to support Barry, but I know there was a lot of Bolton fans in okay. the crowd, but it was just kind of a different environment because 
it's almost kind of like junior hockey to the NHL. It's a little bit more on the line, I guess, for like the lower end teams because they're professional, but they're like lower end guys. You know, they still got a lot to play for. Is Bolton in the Manchester area? Yeah, Greater Manchester. Okay, because like they, they have a few teams around there as well. Like they got a Salford FC, I think. Who? Salford. 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 Oh, there you go. Jeez, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so and there's then, tons. Salford, Blackburn, Burnley. Like, it's yeah, Burnley. well. Liam's like, who? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. The other day, my girlfriend, we were looking to go to Europe, and she said, Lutton. Luton. I was like, what is Luton? She's like this. And it's like L-U-T-O-N. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Luton? Oh, my God. Like, Live, laugh, Luton. <laughs> well, yeah. that's funny. Okay, so... We, we know Liam's team. How about your team? Tell everyone who you Well, are. yeah, I guess you can say I'm pretty basic. I support Manchester United. Um, but I, I Shit see, storm. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Over really, there right now. Uh, I honestly didn't start really supporting and watching football until like around 2012. And I kind of just like wanted a Premier League team. So I picked them. And I, I somehow ended up choosing them just before they started to go downhill. Just Good like, timing. Yeah. Before, <laughs> bandwagon. That's bandwagon. Yeah, yeah I basically endured the dark times of Man United. I've, I've really witnessed one Premier League title and that's when Ferguson retired so um, but honestly uh, Man United has actually been a big name around my family like my dad supported them my, my family in Poland supports them actually interestingly enough so it's kind of like just a family you, you kind of support based off what your family supports yeah I love it and like my family in Poland has a local team too that they support and who? Yeah. who? Uh, yeah, Apola FC Oh, okay. Apola, yeah, oh, they, I think that's my, my dad. One of my dad's favorite teams. Yeah, so we need to get my dad on here. Yeah. I think everyone would love him eventually. In time, <laughs> in time. Uh, quick background on me, guys. Uh, played a little bit growing up. Uh, I get nervous talking about myself. U uh, seventeen Canadian national team went to a World Cup, played in a World Cup, then went on to play soccer in the U.S. Got my education. A long story short, I had three knee injuries, basically three big surgeries. Had to hang up the cleats then went on to be on TV here in Canada talking about sports. And now I'm like, let's be a football content creator. Let's do the damn thing. I want to be known as the soccer, the football girl, and we're here doing the damn thing. So I'm, I'm pumped to be here, and I played the sport. I love the sport. I'm actually, like, borderline, like, clinically obsessed, um, <laughs> which was definitely when I was younger. I started playing when I was 10, and when I, like, first saw the game. I remember my dad was training for marathons, so he was <coughs> running around the track, and I had nothing better to do as a kid, so I'd go with him to the track mm-hmm. and just watch him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember inside the track, there was a soccer or a football match happening, and I was like, Dad, what is this sport? And naturally, he was so happy because he played in like a Division two professional team in yeah. Poland. So he was like, oh my gosh, my daughter loves football like we got to get her into it and then I started playing at 10 and I picked it up really quick within four years I was on the provincial team and I was a nut job (laughs) anytime I had free time I was juggling a football I had one of those like football trainers you know those I think you mentioned that once yeah Yeah. like the leash that's retractable oh yeah and it comes back to you yeah I brought those to school my first high school dance that I ever went to get ready for this I wore a Brazil jersey (laughs) I wore, on top of the Brazil jersey, a Brazil jacket. So just imagine the neon on neon. I wore white jeans and red K-Swiss shoes, and I thought I was... Styling. That's I like, though. I got, yeah. Football fan in the world. In retrospect, I probably wouldn't change my outfit. I'm very proud of that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just, you know, like, definitely, definitely obsessed. So what we're doing here is not even a job. It's just... 
fun. It's, it's fun. Life. I mean, it's life, I've been right? kind of doing it. For us. I've been it's doing it for like four years yeah. now. So <laughs> the team I supported, and I will always support till the day I die, is AC Milan. Growing mm. up, Serie A was the best league. It was. In the world. You're not wrong. Yeah. I'm not wrong. Yeah. And anyone who wants to argue the the Gen Z now, like everyone knows the Prem, but growing up, Serie A was like the hottest league. You always had Inter and Juve and AC Milan, and then Juve got relegated, which was the best day of my life. <laughs> um, but <laughs> cheaters. Um, but watching like Crespo, Shevchenko, Kaká, Inzaghi, Maldini, mm-hmm. Cafu, Dida, like who am I missing Nesta. on that team? Nesta. Nesta Gattuso. Gattuso, Gattuso, Gattuso was a... Uh, <coughs> Sedor, uh, not Sedorov, what was his name? Sador? Sador. Sador. Again, like Stam. was. Salford. Uh, <laughs> so like that... Cafu. Wa- Cafu. Watching that team play was iconic. My MSN name at the time was Kaká plus Crespo plus Shevchenko <laughs> equals heart emoji and a soccer and a football. Was it a red and black for AC Milan? Honest to God, I'm pretty sure it was. (laughs) I stitched logos to my outfits. Oh my goodness. It was, it was, yeah, it was like, guys, I'm telling you borderline psychotic, but um, till this day, I won't cheer for like everyone's like who's your prem team and I, I can't do that because the champions this is fine we're good. Yeah. one team woman i i'm like that too where people ask me was like, oh well bolton aren't in the premier league anymore yeah. like who's your team i was like nobody it like no it's not how it i doesn't work it's like not that. how i roll and like i slightly judge you if you're a person like my dad my dad growing up would be like barcelona and then he'd be like liverpool i'm like you can't do that you can't pick the best <laughs> yeah. teams in every league and jump on the bandwagon and then what do you do in champions league yeah, it's yeah. Like, what do you do? You get to a point where it's like, well, they're all this the best yeah. teams. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm a United supporter, <laughs> right. so I got to deal with the Europa League. So it's like, who yeah. do you cheer in the Champions League? I don't really cheer for anyone, but I'll support the players that are kind of connected to me, like Lewandowski yeah. or Alfonso Davies. Yes. You know. Yes, that's what I'll do yeah. too. Because yeah. I think we can all agree on that. We love watching, so I will support players that I like, and you named yeah. two players that I love: Lewandowski and and Davies, which obviously. Until a few weeks ago, Lewandowski was with Bayern. But I will watch Bayern, and because I love those guys so much, I'll support them. Mm-hmm. But never, never if they were playing AC Milan. Like, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> that's kind of like me, too. Like, Bolton, it's been hard to watch them the last few years. I actually just found a way to do it, which is nice. So I think I've just cheered for, like, English players. Yeah. Like, yeah. Harry yeah, Kane, I love Harry Kane. Yeah. And, like, I kind of have a bit of a soft spot for Tottenham because they've had English players. Yes. Yeah, and they never win, just like Bolton. So, <laughs> so it's perfect, really. So I think that's kind of how I roll to it. And then, like, the Champions League, like, there's so many Canadian players now, like Davies, mm-hmm. like, pretty sure Lyron will be in there yeah. again this year. I don't know Buchanan. if Club Bruges is in there, but... They're in Europe in some yeah, form, exactly. so that's how I'll watch them that way. And then even there was that guy the other day who, funnily enough, went to Luton from Calgary. I, I don't I, I don't remember Pep, Pep I can't remember I don't his know name. but yeah a player from the CPL into yeah which is cool so it's just good to see that like players yes. are actually going to be watchable now from Canada I guess <sighs> which like is perfect because I don't think people who don't watch football like who aren't Canadian or maybe even North American don't realize the talent that we have on the squad mm. going to Qatar I know experience might be a factor for this team because this is the first World Cup sure. in how many years? What was it, 30? Uh, yeah, something like that. 37 yeah. years? 82, wasn't it, the so last one? 86, I, I think. Yeah. yeah, I understand experience, but the, sometimes the talent and like these guys being so hungry and so young and maybe not everyone knowing about their individual skill set will help them do something special. I'm pumped, and I think that if 
Canada has a solid run, let's say get out of that group stage, you're going to start seeing these names in major teams, which I think is a major possibility. Buchanan, even Larea. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love well, Richie he'll be Larea. in the Premier League yeah, this season too. With God, I'm Forest. so freaking excited. This is going to be huge for Canada. I'm going to call this now because I've said Canada's like the dark horse. And I'm not just saying that because I'm Canadian. I think that they're going to give people like a nice surprise. And not me, because I'm calling it. <laughs> But the I world so. the world it's yes. funny i've i've seen other people be like you know what like canada might not be as bad as yes. assumed i guess like we obviously know what this team's yeah. level is at and like do we expect them to win the world cup no yeah but i think they can do really well and i think it's they're in a very interesting group like Belgium, like, I don't know what they'll be. They still have world-class players, but, like, Hazard just doesn't play football yeah. anymore. And, like, we'll see. I think he'll play more at Madrid this season, maybe, right? Maybe, so. yeah, but even if he does, it's still only two months before the yeah. World yeah, Cup. Like, it's a short turnaround. Like, Lukaku's going back to Inter, so we'll see if he regains his form. I thought he played well at the Euros, though, for Belgium. I thought he turned, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, who's the other one? Croatia, yeah. like, they're pretty old, but, like, yeah. Modric, Modric is, is sick. Unreal. So Never and then Morocco's, like an interesting team because on African terms they're actually really good and they have some talent like but I don't know like, they don't play European teams so it's hard to tell oh, so it's, like, a, it's the same thing Canada, yeah, Canada we'll doesn't play good, European we'll teams. get a good idea in the next couple of weeks when they play when they play Uruguay, Uruguay and somebody else and in Austria Qatar. Right? Qatar that's right yeah. I'm actually super curious to see what Qatar's like because I have no idea to be honest Um, I know they, they have a lot of players that are like of you know Spanish heritage and whatnot. Yeah. so it's like hmm. they just found anyone who can maybe represent Qatar it was, <laughs> it was funny I remember in the 2006 World Cup um, <clears throat> Trinidad and Tobago were in England's group and that was the first time they had been to the World Cup and they had a midfielder on there and his name was like, oh, I can't remember. It was like, his first name was like Chris or something like that. And he was definitely not from Trinidad. And he like played in England. He's like, yeah, like I just, it just kind of happened. And I can't remember exactly what it was. But yeah. It's like, you are not from Trinidad and Tobago. Honestly, now that you bring up England, I've always supported England in the World Cup and the Euro Cup because growing up, you mentioned schools, gigs, like yeah. Gerard, Lampard, Lampard, Terry, who else? Crouch, Peter Crouch. Do we remember Peter Crouch? Yes. I love it. Yeah, right? Yeah, I love Real Ferdinand. Beckham. Ferdinand, Beckham, my <laughs> number one. Like all these guys. So whenever England would go into a tournament, I'd always say they're the best on paper, but somehow, <laughs> Liam, and I say this respectfully. They're terrible. They effed <laughs> it up. Yeah. And I, I always remember sitting there and being like, how did that happen? I always felt it came down to like goalkeeping. You guys had like really suspect goalkeepers. Who's your, yeah, I remember. Yeah, like Rob, World Rob Cup. Green, Paul yeah. Robinson, David G. Like we probably, like Joe Hart, I always thought was a little underrated. Yeah. I thought he was good, but like England probably haven't had a great goalie since David Seaman. Uh, yes. Lose the goalie now, Pickford. I think Pickford is an interesting goalie. I uh, Here's my hot take. I know we mentioned this, but yeah, I'm going to yeah, say it right it, now. Give it to us. Jordan Pickford was the best goalie at the 2020 <laughs> Euros. <laughs> And Donnarumma should not have won. Jordan Pickford didn't concede a goal until the semifinals. And it was like that 35-yard three-kick from Damsgaard. <laughs> and then he conceded in the final. And he also made a save on Jorginho in the shootout. He had more saves than Donnarumma in the whole tournament. And on top of that, didn't concede a goal from open play. Because both the goals were a free kick or a corner. So that's my thought. wrong. This is the encyclopedia. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I will stand by that. I don't even like Jordan Pickford that much. but He did have a good he, term, he man. He deserved that. And England should have won. We're going to ask the football fans what they think. That'll be my hot take. Clip It'll that. Be, I, lo I love that <laughs> hot take. And, and 
I have I have many hot takes, and this is what I'm excited about for this show oh, is because yeah. we're finally in a safe space before this goes up on yeah <laughs> this goes up on YouTube and TikTok, comments. and then yeah, <laughs> and then the messy fans come at you and you're scared mm-hmm. and you don't leave your room. But quickly going off England, I actually think that they're going to do a solid job at this World Cup, and I'm really for them i don't know i i really, I really hope and i think the one thing that's going to benefit them the most is that it's mid-season so it's like guys are just kind of in form which uh, like yeah. could help everybody but i i don't know i just it's not going I, home i this is trauma. i i don't this is trauma i don't know i they've just had such an easy way to do it the last two times around yeah. and have failed well and i well, i believe like i think they'll do well i think on paper they probably have Top three team. Story the of they got yeah. to they they complete the English double. The Euros got won by the women's yeah. team, and now the yes. men's got to yeah, win the cool. English double. That was um, cool. I think that USA-England will be a sick game to watch. I that hope one. they smack them. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm on the fence about that because I always cheer for, obviously teams to make MLS mm-hmm. better. So yeah. if the US does well, if Canada yeah, does well, if Mexico does well, this is good for MLS here in North America. So I don't want them to get, I actually want the US to do really well, but I want England to, I don't know, I, I, I'm gonna watch that game very intently. And then uh, Argentina and Poland. Yeah. I think oh, Lewandowski yeah. versus Messi is gonna be an effing showdown and I'm pumped for it. And I feel like Lewandowski and Messi are on their last leg here. Like this could be their last World Cup. So Probably, I, like I think so, out. yeah. My hot I take is so. that Argentina is gonna win the World Cup. I think there's a pretty good chance. They find They yeah. finally have a goalie. Like I feel okay. like they've never had a, a really good goalie and like Martinez is really strong. I thought Romero was good at the 2014 World Cup. Yeah, he was good, but I also feel like he wasn't as good as Martinez. Like Martinez I guess, won yeah, in yeah. that Copper America. Yeah, true. Like him and Messi kind of run the show. Do you think I'm crazy? For Argentina winning the World yeah. Cup? I, I think it's going to... I think, honestly, this is the best opportunity for it to be a South American team. I think it's either them or Brazil. Um, here's some. what I'm thinking. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think they're as much of outsiders as people think. They are not favorites. People don't consider Argentina right now in the running, and I actually think that takes a load of pressure off of them. Mm -hmm. They have experienced players. Di Maria used to be one of my favorite players. Obviously, Messi, one of the greatest footballers to ever play the game, if not the best. Uh, And then you got their coach who came in, helped them win. They, they ended their national trophy drought, happened to win the Copa America in 2021. I feel like this group knows their potential and is hungry, and I think it can do something special. I also think, like I said, this could be Messi's last World Cup. Sorry, Messi fans. If Messi wins the World Cup, he will solidify himself, and there will be no argument that he is the greatest footballer to ever play the game. And this is coming from a massive Cristiano Ronaldo fan. So I'm just like, I think Argentina is going to bring it. They have experience. They have a really good coach that I feel like the players are responding well to. We've seen that. And I think that they're going to do something. I, I absolutely hope so. I want to see Messi win the World Cup. That'd be how, beautiful. How iconic would that be? Uh, beautiful, because there's always that little video on TikTok that goes around of Messi staring at the World Cup, and you just tell he just like mm-hmm. wants it, man. And it's like, the one trophy he hasn't won is the World Cup. Like, honestly, uh, and, and I know that the argument's always Maradona, right? And and I agree. Like he was, in my opinion, right now the greatest to ever play, just because what he did on an international stage, and then even with Napoli. But if Messi. Goes in, wins in Qatar. Yeah. Man. And what a time to be alive. Like, we'd witness that. That would be big. Like, the most unique World Cup, like, would Definitely. have been in right. the winter. Like, the one before, it, like, kicks off to, like, 48 and Messi finally gets it done. There is a way Messi and Ronaldo could meet in the final. And 
That'd be sick. That for me, yeah, like I, I know it's cringe, but you say oh, it's the last dance. That'd be perfect. It would be. It's cringe. You're in a safe space, was until we go on socials. That would be a. A fairy tale ending. Oh, uh, so both of them, because I think they'll both be dumb. I don't even know how old they both are. They're old enough to be the last one, that's for sure. Would there be a more iconic stage, and I'm not just saying football, in sports overall, than Messi and Ronaldo meeting in a World Cup final? No, I don't no. think so. Possibly their last World Cup. No. I, I don't get chills. So. I have chills right now thinking <laughs> I'd probably sit there and cry. I, I don't know if Portugal's that strong i mean it's tough they to only won they when did they win the euros 2016, 2016 they have a pretty good team okay. which was garbage too sorry portugal <laughs> fans but that was the most garbage way <laughs> and don't at me but i, I stand I by this i agree for a team to win the euro they did not win a group game they were the wild card. And that yeah, was the yeah. most true. bullshit rule i've ever heard <laughs> the wild card. i don't like it either Facts. and then they beat F word Poland. Yeah. In, and, in penalties, and penalties and penalties. Which was honest to God, I'm still mad at Poland for I hold a grudge <laughs> to, was, till this day. But what a way to win the Euro. There was also a Tom stat, and I w. think this is right. They <laughs> might have beat Wales in a different way, but I didn't hear what he said. What did you say? Common Caroline W. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you because yes. I know I'm gonna get, you know, You're not wrong. I, I'm, I'm, not I'm also wrong. I've also argued the way I mean credit to Portugal for winning years in twenty sixteen, but it was kind of BS. I mean, sorry, Portuguese supporters. You didn't win a group stage game. You got third place in your group. How many third place group teams win the Euros? No. Uh, none. Literally the and first then, one ever. And then when they won, the flex that fans had, like, <laughs> honest to God, I did not understand. And I'm like, of course, if I was Portuguese or if, if that was Poland, I'd be, I'd rep it hard. But you guys barely, like, you guys shouldn't have got out of the group stage. Like, I just mentally till this day cannot get past what happened. Um, and, you know, you got to, you got to give them credit. They did it. Sometimes, mm. you know. Uh, you know, well, you I mean, it, you I, I know we're going back. Like, yeah, sure. You're, if you look back to Euro 2016, I think France even had a tougher route to the final. They had to take on the likes of Germany, and I, I can't forget who I else. I got it, it all here. Give me two oh, seconds. I wanted go. to fact check myself. Yeah, I said and sidebar: uh, France can be elite. Okay, yeah, well, I mean, France is always Lee. Uh, but the thing is, uh, since we're talking about Euro 2016, also the way they won it, Adair just taking a strike out of nowhere <laughs> and getting it past Lloris. I was like, what What in the world is happening here? And then he just never showed no, Everyone, he just disappeared. He showed up. Never, You never heard about Adair after again. So on the way to the finals, by the way, Portugal were in a group with Hungary and Iceland who both finished above them, yeah. which isn't good for Portugal. Did I say, yeah, I said Portugal. Um, Portugal only won one game within 90 minutes in that whole tournament. And it was the semifinals against Wales. And I'm glad the Welsh didn't win. Could you imagine oh, Wales yeah. make it to a Euro <laughs> final before England after England get knocked out by Iceland in what that would, What would run? happen to your heart rate? I probably just turn off everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's not, it's, they're not even like a football. Well, they more becoming more of a football country by the time that was like the first tournament they've been to in a long time. So like the first one they go to, they make it to a semi-final. Like before England. On. Yeah. yeah. We don't like, see Liam for the next three months. <laughs> or like checking in on him. He's in a oh. dark room. And now, so Germany, yeah, sorry, France played Germany. You were right. But I just, that one just never will sit right with me. I think yeah. that's the one that's like, that was like the first time they had changed the format. Cause I think they added more teams. Yeah, it was usually more of like, I think uh, it was a 24 man team tournament, I think. Yeah, that's why there was a third place teams. Like, yeah. honestly just expanded to 32. Honestly. Just make it like a mini World Cup kind of thing. So here's a question, which 
I've had this debate and I don't really know which way I lie. I think I, I lie on one side than the other, but what do you think is harder to win? Oh gosh. As a top team, as a top team, like the Euros or the World Cup? Mm, that's a tough one. Uh, I think I lean World question. Cup, but I don't think it's like that far apart. The Euros, you do kind of, because people would make the argument that the, the European teams are stronger than the South Americans ones, but it's, like that's I, the thing that's too. A, yeah. Because you go into it and you're like, okay, the South American teams that are really good are always Brazil and Argentina. Right. And then you probably get one or two, like every, the four teams that go are all good. Yeah. But then you go to the African teams is okay. They probably have one. Yeah. Probably the best team is going to do well and they'll make it to the knockouts and probably get eliminated. Yeah. And then Australia isn't much in the World Cup. The Asian teams like South Korea and Japan have had runs, but they're not consistent. Like, you look at it and it's just European teams over and over again who are like going into this tournament. And yes, Brazil and Argentina are great, but. This is a great You know, it's question. an interesting question because it's, you would obviously assume World Cup and I probably think it is the World Cup. Okay. But I don't think it's that far apart. I think perfectly said. Um, I'm going to go World Cup by a slight margin just because I feel like the the expectations and the pressures of the World mm -hmm. Cup being the most watched tournament around the world and maybe the biggest honor for someone to attend and represent your country, that's gotta be the biggest trophy you could win. So I would say from a pressure and expectation yeah. and, and mm -hmm. an honor. I was thinking that too. World Cup, yeah. but um, I have to agree, like the European teams, I feel like there is more I want to say like quick competition, like yeah. the games get good quicker. Quicker, yeah. Um, but I think by slight margin, just because of what I said, I'd say World Cup. Yeah, I, I think it's hard not to, it's hard to, you have to go with the World Cup, I feel. I mean, the European teams may have a slightly better competition, but yeah, I, I, like you said, like the pressure, the stakes are higher for the World Cup, the intensity, it's, yeah. It's interesting. Like, I think the Euros is going to get better now. Agree. And I think having these teams having more teams in it is a good thing. Like people see it's like diluting the competition. I think right now, perhaps yes, but I think in the long run, it's only going right. to benefit it. However, I, mean, I do Cup's not think the World Cup 48 teams is a good idea. We'll get to that one another day. <laughs> but I think I never even considered the points that you guys made of like the prestige of the World yeah. Cup and like what it truly means yeah. to the game. Like, not it's many, the most watched event in sports. Yeah, right? like not, yes. not many people talk about like a goal that happened in the World Cup, but everybody remembers Robin Van Persie's diving header I or Maradona. I, I didn't even see that goal, goal live when I remember. Yeah, the hand How of God. How did you feel about that, by the way? I, I well, the funny thing is, is like that goal Maradona scored as like considered the greatest goal ever was in that same game. Yes, and everyone just kind of seems to yeah, forget true. the hand of God. It's like no, 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 no. That was a cheating moment. <laughs> An absolute baller. To me, like the most iconic moment we'll ever see. The hand of God? Yeah. For unfortunately. The hand of God or yeah. the goal? The hand of God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, it's a, and he admitted so what, it. Which is like, he's I, just such a baller. For me, I, I guess you, I see what you mean, but like for me, like I, I didn't see that moment live. So it's hard for like, I'm, I, I go, yeah. Were you born yet? No. No, I was 96. Are you kidding me? Sorry. Jesus. Yeah. Same with him. <laughs> I, I, Are you well, Gen Z? I've seen I it. I think I'm like, a, I, I prefer to, I prefer to be a millennial. We're deaf. 
How old are you? 96. <laughs> how old oh did God. you think I was? I did you know, think I, I saw that moment to... live? Oh my God. No, because I didn't see that moment <laughs> live either. Like... So I'm a millennial among basically Gen Zs. Yeah, I mean, I like wow, to think I'm a I'm millennial. Old. I don't like to think I'm Gen Z. <laughs> don't put me I don't know. What, I know. I'm 26. That's what I am. I don't know what a Gen Z and millennial. Are you actually 26? I just turned 26 in April. Oh, I thought you were We're 20. really into know each other. Are you a Taurus? I am a Taurus. April 24th every year. Love it. Even on leap years. Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpio. But I'm 31. I'm, I'm turning 31 this year. I'm old. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, but okay, now, since we're on the question, Pep said in an interview, and it this killed me, and I just love, like, obviously, Pep and Klopp drama, because these guys give me, like, my football entertainment. <laughs> He says that it's harder to win the Prem than it is to win the Champions League. Now, I think he said that because obviously he's having a hard time winning the Champions League with City. Mm-hmm. But what do you guys think about that? We obviously know the Prem probably has the highest amount of competition hmm. among different teams than any other league right now. If you don't agree with that, you're crazy. Yeah. But the Champions League is the Champions League. The best of the best. Yes. I mean, that's really tough for, I don't know. I, I don't know why Pep says that because Man City have struggled to win it for the past like five, <laughs> six seasons. I don't get it. That's what I was thinking too. Like, he's you know, yeah. why he well, six Premier Leagues? Why, why, is it, why is it tough for you? But Real Madrid wins it three times in a row, oh right? Like, I, the, and now fourth the goats. in the last couple of years. I don't know. I think, I think the Champions League is harder. Yes. But I think... Liverpool, it's funny because the teams that are winning the Champions League are going far are Liverpool and City. Like yeah. Obviously, City haven't won, but it's like Madrid, City, and uh, Madrid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Liverpool, sorry. And City and Liverpool are competing for the title, so I kind of guess what he's saying a little bit, but like, how can you say something's harder to win when you've won it five times and not won the other thing once? Because I feel like, and I love Pep, so this is no disrespect I, 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 I think he gets really uh, disrespected, if anything. He, yeah, yeah. It, I'm I'm eager to see what this Prem season looks like for him and, and Champions League and Haaland. Like I think mm-hmm. right now football fans are a little too hard on Haaland. He needs time to freaking adjust. Um, it was kind of funny though. Sorry, quickly how that narrative changed so quickly from like Nunez is garbage and all right. this because he missed and then Holland misses the one in the community. Yeah. Shield. It's like People oh my god, Holland is garbage. Yeah, hundred percent. Wait, like, Holland or Nunez? Ha- both. Holland. Oh yeah. yeah both. <laughs> yeah. I honest to God, yeah, both. But. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see, but whenever I heard that, I was like, Champions League's definitely, in my opinion, harder. You have the best of the best clubs. Mm-hmm. and It's got to be. Like, 
I mean, look at from uh, I'm a I'm a United fan. We haven't made a semifinal since Ferguson. <laughs> like, didn't you guys just yeah. have your worst year ever? Like uh, in the history of say, arg- arguably I think Premier League history, at least, yes. right? No, because yeah. the, the year they had David Moyes to finish eighth. But what was the points? That's the thing, right? I don't. I think there's a bit of a difference, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. So what they finished? I don't know. Was what do you think about the Ronaldo drama? I love how we're just going topic to topic. <laughs> this but this, this is happens. So fluid. This is my dream right now. Um, I don't like it. I think he should just leave the club. Honestly, I, I don't like how there's so much drama. Like I, I don't know. I my some of my friends might say I have a bit of a Ronaldo agenda. Like I just okay. What don't you like? Like what don't you? Because you told me off camera i'm gonna kind of throw you under yeah. is that you don't like ronaldo well I, I i like him as an athlete but i don't like the drama that he's been creating with you know him wanting just to go play it's, it feels like he just cares about personal glory he doesn't care about the club okay. i'm uh, gonna get slandered for that i know no, you're not. No, you're not. You're i think it's fair yeah. um so how badly do you think this damages his legacy uh, maybe it, not as a whole, but at Manchester United. I, I don't think as much because I think, I think it was Gary Neville who mentioned it because in 20 years, people won't remember this. They'll remember the goals and the Champions League. It's not too much, honestly. But in the current moment, it's like, it, it is a bit of a dagger in his reputation at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. no club wants to seem to sign him because of his wages. And, you know, you see kind of the body language at times recently, especially during the, the last preseason game. And supposedly he, he left the match early. Yeah. And Ten Hawk said that was unacceptable. Yeah, it's that, just, it feels like there's been a lot of disrespect, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, a devil's advocate. This is not what I'm saying. I'm just going to ask the question. Do you think at a... For a player like Cristiano Ronaldo, which is, again, probably on his last leg, last World Cup, maybe not, because the guy's a unit. Um, 30, what is he, 37 years old? I think so. Do you think he has the right, with the career that he's built, and as prolific as he is, with the skill set that he has, as in getting to become an old man, to be selfish? And to want to be on a team that maybe gives him an opportunity to do something special? Because clearly last season, uh, no offense, it wasn't Man U. No, like uh, I don't know. There's even people have you know found ways to blame Ronaldo for the the season that they just had. Like, oh, the reason why United were so poor is because of Ronaldo. And like, even though he scored all the goals, they're like, oh, but because you had to play through Ronaldo, that's kind of why. And you know, it's just it's been a headache. Like even like prior to him coming, United had a better season under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and then he comes, and then they finish sixth. Like, what what changes? <laughs> I don't really know what to think, to be honest. Like, yeah, like I think that like. Having Ronaldo as the player obviously helps teams. Like, I think he's he's still obviously world-class. But if he doesn't want to be a leader on a team that needs leadership, then do you really want him? But then again, like like you said, nobody else wants him. Like, Atletico Madrid fans literally made flags and signs being like, we don't want him. Bayern don't want him. Chelsea, I think Chelsea were the only team that was kind of interested. Yes. But I was praying that he'd go to Bayern. He's That'd played be sweet. for four uh, different yeah. teams and four different leagues in his career. Like the versatility of this man is not normal. Mm-hmm. If he went and he did it in Bayern and, and I don't know, I just thought it, it, even from a Bayern Munich perspective to say, okay, see a Lewandowski and then freaking acquire Cristiano Ronaldo. I'd be like, <laughs> that would be elite legendary status. I uh, would buy that Jersey tomorrow. I find it funny if Ronaldo joined Bayern as the one year they don't win the league. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just, I don't like how 
it, it should be an optimistic time for Man United with Ten Hag coming in. And True. if anything, it's been kind of surrounded around negativity because of Ronaldo. And like, you know, he, had, he apparently had to deal with some personal issues. That's why he couldn't attend yeah, preseason. And I, I don't know. Like, I know. And, and, and now like he's probably going to stay, I feel, for the better part. I don't know if he's actually going to leave. Are you optimistic? Like, how do, how do you feel? Like we said, the season starts for you guys on Sunday, I think, right? Yeah, or Saturday. Yeah, whatever it is, this weekend. How do you feel? Like, uh, I mean, <laughs> Manchester United, uh, they're not going to win the league. Well, no, so no, but... Welcome to I, I, therapy. Tell us how you feel. I, I'm excited to see what Ten Hag can bring to the table. When he, and I, I think he can get the, bring out the most in some of these young players, especially. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I think the squad is excited. They're ready to start running, especially... This is kind of also Anthony Marshall's last run of the mm-hmm. Canada's, I think, starting striker for United, because... I don't think they're going to sign anyone else as a striker. So. They're they're all in bin. I, I don't like how they've been all in for De Jong, kind of putting all their eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. while someone like Renato Sanchez is going to PSG for like 15, 17 million. Like you could have got him. He could have done a similar role. I think the De Jong thing is really interesting in the sense of like, it shows where Manchester United are as a club right yeah. now. Because 10 years ago, De Jong would have been there within a week. Probably. They would have had yeah. him. But they have dragged this on for almost two months. Yeah. And it's almost like a pride thing now where it's like, well, we can't just like not keep pursuing it. Yeah. So are they just going to keep dragging this out until it happens? Or I feel like, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I feel like it's not going to end until the deadline comes and goes. And it's like, okay, well now we can't pursue him. Here's the thing I will say about Manchester United. And I feel like this could apply to any team in any sport. Growing up, I don't know if you guys remember, I'm sure you guys do, Holland, the Netherlands, was one of my favorite teams to watch because they played, like, their passing. They're so fun. They're they're beautiful. They're passing. And I love sitting beside two Gen Z guys, and they know exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) I know I'm dating myself, but they know what I'm saying. Their passing was unreal. It was such a joy to watch. But they, at points in time, wouldn't do well in tournaments because they always had drama in the locker room. And I said it very with a big accent, in the locker room. So... I think that if there's drama in a team, no matter how many superstars you have and no matter how good that team can be, it's very unfortunate. It's like a flat, it might automatically be a flat line. And either Ronaldo needs to like get it together and say, I am, you know, Ronaldo and I'm a leader and I need to put my shit aside and show up. Or unfortunately, you guys got to. Like there, there's, I don't know. It's it's so strange. Like he he just cares about playing in the Champions League, which I get. He's Mr. Champions League, but like, definitely wants to hold on to his records. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. what sometimes I'm like, yeah, yeah. We're trying to be a slightly empathetic, and you are one of the greatest of all time. You want to be the greatest of all time. Has he earned the right to be a little selfish? I Does think- he always have to care about what everyone else thinks? Because when it comes time to players being traded or whatnot. Teams don't care. Managers mm. don't care. It's just a player who has a, a paycheck, right? So do these players at a certain point in time, like Mo Salah, there was the big controversial um, contract in terms of money uh, controversy. You know, honestly, Does he have the right to ask for more? Honestly, if Ronaldo is kind of all about personal motivation and all this, I would probably look at this as motivation with all these clubs kind of rejecting him and saying, wait, we don't so, want you. Ronaldo, then go and show people why you're still valuable and that you can still play at a high level at this age. Show why why you shouldn't be rejected. Show why do do it in the Premier League. Talk to him, Watson. You know, as simple as that. Prove <laughs> people it. wrong. We're gonna clip this and send yeah, it to Ronaldo. As simple as I, that. I think another thing with Ronaldo too is like, yes, I understand like he wants to do all that stuff in the Champions League, but also 
when you signed for Manchester United last season, what did you expect? True. Like, what did you think True. was going to happen? Like, we we just hoping to finish fourth every year and make Champions League? Like, was that the goal? Like, honestly, like, it just kind of seems weird. Like, yes, they made a lot of signings last year. Like, Sancho came in. Veron was another big signing. Yeah. And, like, there's a few injuries, but. I just don't know what the expectations were for him to be there. Like, I don't know. Maybe he should have been more realistic about it. And, like, the comeback story of him being back yes. with United was unreal. Like, that was I beautiful. actually thought that was yeah, really that was cool. one of my favorite moments in recent time, honestly. I just don't know what he thought was going to happen. That, um, that's what I will say. If I were Ronaldo um, and I had the opportunity to go back to a club like Manchester United with his career and how it started, I would eat dirt. I'd mm -hmm. eat dirt to like make sure fans felt respected by me. The players felt respected. We had, and this is kind of, I'm like one of the biggest Ronaldo fans. So this is no slight to him. It's just me telling it how it is. Like the whole cell phone incident with a fan. Yeah, true. You know, him yeah. making certain expressions on the pitch when he's not happy with the moment. I don't like. Um, it's very petty. I, yeah, I don't like when big superstars yeah. in any sport have moments of like being a dramatic, I don't like that. That's never been my personality type. So I just kind of want him to be like, I'm Ronaldo, I'm a leader. If if this isn't getting done, I'm doing it. That type of MO. Um, and I don't think we saw that from him. And I'm just, the way he started his career then to now coming back to Manchester United, I swear I would have ate dirt if I was him and just done what it, I needed to do. Yeah. To maybe not win everything, but and just allow critics to be saying what they're saying. I wouldn't personally allow that to happen. And just with the way things have gone recently, Ronaldo, it's just like left a sour taste in my mouth in some United. So, yeah, it's like you know you're 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 a United legend, obviously, but just recently, it's like some United fans think sure he can go leave and he he deserves it. He's not he's still a legend in my eyes. But like for me, it's just like I, I want to see United succeed, and if that means hey Ronaldo has to go, he has to go. I think uh, one interesting thing to think about is. He was very close to signing for Manchester City. Yeah, he was. Very close, yeah. right before he signed for yeah. United. How interesting would that have been if he had gone? Like, Holland wouldn't be at Manchester City right now. Like, would Holland be at uh, uh, what they call Bayern Munich? Yeah. Like, yeah. Real Madrid, Real Madrid. Ma Ma Mane still with Liverpool? Yeah. Like, or does Mane go to, like, Madrid or something? Like, I don't know. Like, it's such a, it's the, the question such an also is thing. If, if Ronaldo went to City, would have United had a disaster roller coaster season like they had? Like, w w I don't yeah, know. They, I think it would have been worse. You think so? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, well, who would the striker have been? Anthony Mar probably Marshall. Right? But he was already gone, though, wasn't he? No, no, he was still there. They, he went on loan in right January. Out, right out. Oh, he went January. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think it. I just don't think anything that happened at the United last season was Ronaldo's fault. I, I think it was just a bad situation. I think it just. I think the expectations of the fans for that team are so, so high. Yeah. I mean, rightfully, sh rightfully yeah. so. Like, they're the team that we all know was, I guess, whatever we want to call them. But it's just not there anymore. And to like, blame it on Ronaldo, I just don't think is fair. I agree. But also, Ronaldo should have realized what was happening. And then, why was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer there for so long? Like, you're Manchester United, like, get a good manager in. Like, it's proven it. Like, no offense to Ole. Like, I thought he actually did a pretty good job. But 
I don't know. Time to move on for United. And no, 100%. I just want to move on, years. get the season on. I just, I'm interested <laughs> to see how they'll play. You know, that's, I'm just, uh, they'll I'm, be better. They've got some good young players coming through as well. Like, uh, was it Dan Iqbal who's the one mm. that's actually... I like that. Uh, Hannibal, too. Hannibal. And there's uh, yes. Gary Nacho. Great I can't hair. pronounce his name. Like, they've got some yeah. good young players coming yeah. through. So um, I'm excited. And Martinez, they signed for Ajax. I don't think he's going to be like an instant impact because he has to adapt from Eredivisie to Premier League, which is kind of tough. So How about the rumors when, uh, which we all knew wasn't going to happen, but just the idea of Ronaldo being at PSG. You'd have Messi, <laughs> Ronaldo, Neymar, Mbappe. and Mbappe. I would honestly hate that. I would hate <laughs> it too because, and honest to God, I still don't think PSG would win Champions League because <laughs> I have this theory that when there's too many superstars on one team, it's they all cancel yeah. each other out. Like it's too much, too much of a superstar team. Um, but as a football fan, objectively, and who does not really care about PSG at all, no offense, I'd watch every single game. Do you know, actually, just on PSG, so they got a new manager this year. I can't say his name, but they signed their first French player this summer in like five years. Oh, wow. The last one was Mbappe. Isn't that crazy? Just like the French Ooh. team doesn't sign French players, but <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but having Ronaldo on that team, like, I wonder how that would even work. Like, I guess you would almost go to a top and probably Neymar and Messi on the wings. I, suppose. Someone, someone, I, I don't yeah. really know. Cause then also I guess Di Maria has gone like, pff, I don't know. That'd be such a like, good luck. Who I was managing that team. Honest so many egos with Ronaldo Messi. and Neymar, like Messi and Mbappe seem like they're pretty regular Chill. folk, yeah. but those two, like, how would you even deal with that? Also the diving. Oh my yeah. God. Hey, I'm so glad you brought it up. Um, I love Brazil. Like you guys, you guys heard my first oh, jo ever. Oh, Jogo Bonito football. Honest to God, yeah. Brazil made me fall in love. Like Kaká was. I mean, I love watching who, Brazilian Ronaldinho, highlights. Like if we think yeah. about the yeah. Brazil teams, Ronaldinho. Who else would? Ronaldo, Dida, Mario. Yes, Ronaldo, Ron yeah. uh, Rivaldo, Rivaldo. The epic, most epic red card of life. <laughs> Just so many players, right? That stand out. Uh, but you think about Neymar in the last World Cup, and I'm it may, still breaks my heart because he like tainted his name for me I a agree. little. Yeah. And, and I think that he's an incredible footballer with an, an immense amount of skill, but what he did, it's so unfortunate because we got, we're diehard football fans, but for a casual fan watching the World Cup, which you know a casual fan is going to tune into a Brazil game, mm -hmm. to see that they turn the channel off because they're like, this is the shit that happens in football. And this is what, this the sport is soft. And we know that the sport is not soft. So what Neymar did really frustrated me because I'm like, it kind of tainted for the casual football fan who doesn't yeah. watch every single game and watch and know what everything. The rolling around, exactly. like. They watch them, they're like, what is this yeah. shit? And, yeah. and unfortunately, Till this day, when people think Neymar, they think of that World Cup. And I think a, a bad thing about it too was, because that was the Brazil World Cup where that all happened. Yeah. Right? Actually, no, the rolling around actually was in 2018. Like, where, where, where was that one? I always forget. Russia? Russia. Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But it also happened in Brazil. Probably too. a few times. And I yeah, think that yeah. didn't help his reputation. In I think North it got America worse in the 2018 because, World Cup. Yeah, it probably did. Yeah. I think that's just what he does, yeah. right? But like to do that on a North American time as well to like you see all these people who are like don't watch the yeah. game like we do and they're like oh this guy's just literally flying around yes. everywhere and then he actually got really seriously hurt and i woke up with his his spine yeah right? and no one believed him no it's right. just like well, cry, yeah the boy who cried, cried wolf, wolf right. but it's so unfortunate so i'm actually like really excited to see neymar play in qatar because i'm like hoping that it's just like this crazy skill show that we see from him that we know he has. He's yeah. so good. 
but I just pray, I pray that diving is eliminated as much as possible. And I also really blame the refs because if I was refing a game and I saw that shit, I'd give mm-hmm. a yellow so fast and I would not hesitate to give a second yellow or a straight red and say, get off the pitch because it ruins the sport. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember it was 2018 World Cup. I think it was a semifinal Brazil was in. I, I don't know, but he like, he took a dive and he rolled like eight different times and it start it became a meme as well. And oh, it was yeah. just like. With the. Uh, that one song. Like, I, yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. yeah, it was just him rolling. It's like, damn, man. Like, he's got. I, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay locked <laughs> in for the mixtape. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was actually um, thinking about. I made a TikTok once about some of my favorite dives. And do you guys remember <laughs> Vidal? Do you guys remember him? Yeah, Arturo. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had one of the most epic dives of all time. It's weird. Or like, he. It looked like he like chipped. The way he did it, it was like he chipped the ground, but he fl- like he jumped so high. The guy had mad athleticism. His vert was not normal, and he like rolled. And I'm just like, how did these guys? If yeah. I did, if I ever tried to do that, let's say to just like try and get away with like a PK, a penalty kick or something, I would probably injure myself. Yeah, I would too. It's Actually, a skill. one time I took a dive in a game. Oh, un- intentionally? A hundred percent. Yes. How did so, it go? I got the penalty and we tied. <laughs> <it in>. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. So what happened was we were playing this team and they were just losers. I won't get into too much detail, but they were like kicking us pretty hard and it just was getting a bit too intense. So <laughs> I was kind of getting under this guy's skin, knowing what I was trying to do. So we had a throw in. And this guy came behind me and he like pushed me. Like he definitely pushed me, but not very hard. And I fell like a sack of bricks. Like, and I got the penalty and I just turned around and I just gave this big smile on my face. Absolute masher. Don't do that, kids. It was not good. Now, when you got, let's say, okay, in the moment when the ref called a penalty, when you got up, were you like immediately okay? Like they show on TV. Did you get like the magic spray and all that? I didn't like. I didn't like flop down, like pretend to be hurt. I just, I just exaggerated the push, and I got up and I was completely like, you make a noise? I, 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 no, I didn't make a noise. Ah! <laughs> yeah, very dramatic. Um, and then I remember I waited for like a second, but I, the whistle was almost instant. Yeah. It was as if like the ref was almost wanting to give us it, and I got up and I smiled at this guy, and he I was love it. so upset. But I didn't care because. Whatever. Let's all Men's end on, a, on your favorite football story and then hold on. So like personal one, playing. Oh, okay, playing. So, so I'll let you think about it because I like that story from Liam, so I'm going to tell mine. Um, we were in a provincial cup final. So it was Team Ontario. I don't even remember who we were playing. And we were winning 5 nothing. We were going to win. And there was, I think, two minutes left in the game. So I played holding center mid. So in our role, our goalie had the ball and it was a goal kick. So I was facing our goalie and all I was doing was touching and dropping my player. You do this. So you, if you guys play football, you know, so you know where the player is. Mm. It's not a foul and it's very normal. And the girl kept slapping my hand down. Like this chick's crazy. So I kept touching and dropping and she goes, stop effing touching me. When I tell you guys, I never had any smack talk game in my entire life. But for some reason, in that moment, I turned around and I said, what are you going to do about it? Nice. I don't know where that came <laughs> what, from. What are you going to yeah, do about it? What are you going to do about <laughs> yeah. it? So then I turned back to face the goalie. The goal, the goal kick happens and the ball goes over my head and I turn to face the ball and follow the ball. Mm-hmm. In that moment, this nut job absolutely headbutts me in the face. Wow. Headbutts me in the face. What's going on? Honest to God, my question 
did something to her. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? She's like, yeah, I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna do about it. Head butts me in the face, I go down. <laughs> Worst moment of my life because immediately my eyes swell. I had a massive gash here. That's why I have stitches under my eye. And I couldn't see out of the eye because it was so swollen. So immediately I thought I lost my eye. Mm. So I'm on the ground and like there's so much blood, right? Because your face, it's your face that happens. I'm like looking for my eye. Hmm. And everyone's like, Caroline, like you're fine. You're fine. Um, next you were thing, looking for I was, your I, I eye? Yeah, I, I heard that my too. Damn like, oh my goodness. So it was like traumatic for me because yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I need that, right? Like it, it's I, helpful. a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want to lose the, <laughs> lose an eye in a, in a soccer match so, or a football match. So uh, that was probably my most vivid memory. I went to the hospital. They put stitches in. They did a great job. And it's always been my, my, my wound to remind <laughs> me of my, of my days. But long story short, don't smack talk if you're not willing to... Back it up. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Not will, willing, willing to get a little bit of a scar. Yeah. Okay, Wise, what's yours? I've... Uh, well, there, there's no real happy memories, I guess you can say. They've all been kind of aggressive. Or, oh my God, what? Well, I don't get into fights. <laughs> I well, I mean, when <laughs> who we, are you? We, Liam and I play like Div 4, 40 Sunday League. It gets kind of weird. Uh, it is weird. It was a couple years ago. Wait, wait define weird. Like, what oh, really weird. It's like, so aggressive. Yeah, it's, I, I don't even play anymore. I just hated it. Is it co-ed? No, no it's, it's like, just men's league. Little, I play co-ed Some now. people get a little too heated, right? And I remember this one time. It was like 2020 before the pandemic. We're playing indoor footy. And Caroline, thank God you've never played indoor 40 in the city it's kind of it can get pretty dumb honest yeah. to god i want to play now let's start a kickback team yes i'd be should. down i'd be i'd rather we'll play co-ed every game for you we'll yeah. do co-ed i don't want to play heads up sorry Ed's up. anyways let me get my story it was, sorry. uh it was around 2020 january i remember this uh our team was pretty brutal we were losing like eight two i think i can't remember the score maybe eight two nine one anyways i was like 10 seconds left in the game i remember I, I was on the last shift of the game i was running towards the ball and for whatever reason the opposing team's goalie was going after the ball it was kind of going to the corner i don't know what what he was thinking but like we both kind of collide not really collide he kind of body checks me a little bit going for the ball. My head obviously hits the board and I get a little bit of a black eye and end up getting a concussion. But I'm just kind of thinking like, why is this guy charging me when you're up eight two? you're the goalie? <laughs> he gets sent off. There's a bit of a, my team comes to protect me and everyone's like kind of getting brawl. The guy takes off his shirt. He's ready to throw down. He's got his wife beater. I'm like, what is happening? Like it's eight two. You don't have to take it that seriously. He gets sent off, which is great. Men's and funny league. enough, we, uh, the next time we ended up playing that team. You fight I, him? No, they didn't. Even, I, I don't <laughs> know. Yes. I don't even know if they had a vendetta on me. We had no interaction throughout the game. But there was a, there was a situation where, like, two guys kind of crunched me against the boards again. <laughs> and they, you they have got, your bows up, Was? No, I was just going for the. I, I don't know what happened. You got to put them up. I don't even remember what happened. They kind of, like, just, like boarded me again i didn't i didn't get a concussion or injury this time but guy got sent off again like how did i cause two red cards against the same team like i had no beef with these guys so they got red cards well, yeah yeah level heads um What's that prevailed. prevailed. Yeah, yes. and then um, <laughs> that's okay. I remember my first out. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I remember my first outdoor season as well. It was like a couple of years ago, uh, playing men's league, and some guys just seem to not handle aggression well or just physicality. I remember I just did like a shoulder to shoulder with this guy. This guy went like he would grab my grab me by the neck and was ready to kick my ass. I'm like, dude, I don't know what I did to you. I was just playing footy, man. I'd have it, it, it gets aggressive. It's physical. You know what though, guys? Girl like, pair. When I played the the teams that like when I played for West Virginia, when we played Duquesne in the old Big East, 
or, or sorry, Marquette, that was like my favorite team to play because they were so dirty and I loved. <laughs> I, I kind of like those games I didn't too. shit talk, but I loved even like running and getting blatantly fouled because it made me play better. And I started yeah. getting mad and I'm like, F these guys, like I'm I, about to go beast mode. I used to shit talk a lot. And I feel like that's when I was. What was your line? Give me one line. I would always like to just laugh in people's faces. Yo, that's being actually, like, that's really? Savage. You're going to try and do something about this? <laughs> and it, they would always be so much bigger than me, but it would almost like kind of bring them down a notch sometimes. That's and good. then I just used to like kind of do a little skill around them or whatever it was. And then, you know, just kind of chirp them the whole way around. It, I thought it was funny. And just, I just be honest, that was probably when I was actually good enough to chirp people. Now I wouldn't put my side. It was very quiet in my last couple of years. Okay, at some point, Kickback's going to start a team, and we need to, like, be mic'd up. I'll do it. That'd be if so it's, If it's, like, well, you can do, like, here at Edmonton, like, Edmonton Sports and Social, which would be fun. Which um, is almost worse, but I won't get into that. <laughs> um, uh, what I will say about indoor football is that I don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's – I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the energy of it, but – I would slide tackle like a nut job in indoor football. Mm-hmm. I used to and do reps, that too when I first moved. And would come up to me and they're like, Caroline, like there's no slide tackling. I'm like, I don't oh, care. Really? Yeah, at least in Ontario. Oh, we could do it here. You just and I'm like, burn your knees Yeah, yeah it's terrible. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Minor problems, you deal with that later. Um, but I don't know what it is about indoor football, but I, I felt like I was in the World Cup final. <laughs> yeah. Something comes oh, over you where you're different. just like, all right. And the boards add another element to it but so i'm sorry that happened to you yeah well i mean i had a little concussion for a week and trauma. Like, I'm, wakes I'm up from good. nightmares. you can never get uh, indoor footy is really fun me. though <laughs> it's, it's really fun though it, it, the intensity it's like hockey almost you know it's you go know, you can have like lines changes and like i think that's why people here in canada actually like it a lot it's like hockey <laughs> bottom line football's not soft no it's not for those who play it and for those who know and for those who actually consistently I think, watch it i think in the lower leagues it's a lot more physical sure yeah sure I'm sure. I think when you get to the higher levels, like a lot of the people who are actually diving around are almost just trying to get out of the way a little bit too. Yeah. yeah. Like I think some guys are definitely flying all over the oh, field. Yeah, 100%, sometimes 100%. It's like, oh, there's no contact. It's like, yeah, but if there was contact, that guy's ankle would be in next yeah. week. Like mm-hmm. he would be in a tough spot. All right, guys, let's wrap episode one of Kicked Back. To everyone listening, to yeah. everyone watching, it's kind of a, of a preview of what mm-hmm. we're doing twice a week, every single week. We love football. We love talking about it. We love having our opinions. Honest to God, I don't know about you guys. I could go for another two hours. Probably. There's so much to talk about, even in this off season. Players that went to different teams and yeah, drama see, and everything. There's so much to talk about. Just, I guess to wrap it up, this is kind of what I like about football and soccer is that the off season is never boring. Like Ever. Liam and I, we do a lot of obviously hockey content with the Nation Network, and it's like we're kind of like in the dog days, as they say. Nothing's yeah. happening, but with football, and soccer, there's something happening every day. Almost it's like a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is Honest to God. Every day you wake up, I go on Twitter and someone's trending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's for crazy shit. Like Ibrahimovic just won, you know, the Scudetto with Serie A and he had a torn, AC, torn ACL for six yeah. months. And I'm like, what the hell? Well, the other day it was like with uh, the Brighton player, Marco Cucurella, however you say his name, Cucurella. And like Fabrizio Romano tweets, oh, it's official. He's going to Chelsea. And then Brighton tweets out, nah, man, nah, he's still yeah, here. That was a very rare L <laughs> yeah, by Fabrizio. That was, that was Yo, he's one. my guy. Until Fabrizio tweets it, I'm like, I don't trust I him. I actually don't follow anybody else but him because Same. I don't trust him. Actually, a lot else. of people have been starting to call him out. They think he's like kind of a fraud. Really? really? He's trying to get heat now. Yeah. Ooh, and well, then, I believe in you. I Still. do too. If you're listening, for <laughs> he's, he's, he's like the tapping merchant. On the pod, anytime to give the deets, you know, you spill it here. <laughs> 
But yeah, guys, we're going to be back here every Tuesday, every Thursday. We want this to be a nice football community, so let us know what you think, your hot takes, your opinions. And uh, yeah, subscribe. Subscribe and we're your Subscribe, we're your like, comment. Don't forget to give the podcast a rating. Yeah. Because our friend Bag Milk always says that, right? The yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yes. And we'll be back. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning into episode one, and we'll see you next week. That's a wrap for another episode of Kickback, and thanks so much for listening. You can catch Caroline and Liam here every single week on Tuesdays and Thursdays to give you the latest rundown on all things football. Please don't forget to subscribe and give us a nice five-star rating. Please and thank you. And for even more Kickback content, follow the 90th Minute on all your favorite social channels. See you next time.